Hello and welcome back to Rock Talk with Dr. Cropper. Today is episode 120 and we are going to be discussing Led Zeppelin's UK 72 tour for the 50th anniversary. Before we get going, I just want to thank you for stopping by. I know the amount of alone time that it takes to get through a podcast isn't always easy to come by these days, so I appreciate you entrusting me with yours and hope you will find you chose wisely. If you're new, uh, you know, welcome. And if you've been here for a while, thank you so much for your continued support. As always, I encourage you to follow the show on any and all social media platforms so you can be kept abreast of all the latest happenings pertaining to the show, and the handles are listed in the description. If you have an appetite for a bit more content from me, consider subscribing to Dr. Cropper's Office Hour, the Apple Podcasts exclusive premium spinoff of the show. For $249 American per month, and there is a one-month free trial, you get access to pretty well weekly bonus episodes in addition to a uh, priority sequence for topic requests and uh, 10% off of merchandise once that's back in print, which will hopefully be early in the new year. Um, if you feel so inclined to leave a rating and review wherever you're listening, if that's an option, uh, those are very helpful. And lastly, before we get going, you may notice the support the show link at the bottom of the description, the uh, which will direct you to the show's buy me a coffee page. No pressure, of course, but any bit is appreciated. All right, so without further ado, let's dive in. Okay, so Led Zeppelin's UK 72 tour, if you're listening to this on release day, it's the 50th anniversary of the last show of the tour, December 23rd. Um, this was their fourth and final tour of the relatively relaxed year that was 1972 for them. Uh, and we've talked about each of the previous three, so it was only right to discuss this one as well. They started off the year by touring the land down under from February 16th through 29th. There was supposed to be a show in uh, Singapore or Hong Kong. Uh, before that, they got canceled. Um, anyway, so that was in February. Then they had warm up shows in Amsterdam and Brussels, respectively, uh, May 27th and 28th, before the North American tour, which ran June 6th through 28th and is definitely the most well known tour from this year. It produced one of their really two. Well, I guess you count BBC sessions. One of their few official live albums, How the West Was Won, uh, comes from that tour. Then they had another break of several months before their second and final Japanese tour, which ran October 2nd through 10th. And then they again had two like, isolated shows in Europe, although this time there aren't really like warm-ups because they're a month before this tour, but October 28th and 29th, they played in Montreux. Uh, neither of those have recordings uh, as of yet. And then we have this tour, which actually ran through January 73 as well, but um, because it's a different calendar year and to make it a bit more manageable, I decided to tackle that one separately i guess we'll talk about that in early february um so anyhow this the 72 portion of that uk tour which was their last 
uh, what you could consider a tour of their homeland. Uh, their only UK shows after this were uh, the Five Nights at Earl's Court in 1975 and the two Nebworth shows in 1979. And then I guess the 2007 reunion, if you want to count that. Uh, so anyway, the UK portion of this tour ran from November, or the, sorry, the 1972 portion of this UK tour ran from November 30th through December 23rd. Um, in terms of the overall uh, picture for 72 and how I said it was a relatively relaxed year for them, they played 46 shows that year, which was by far their fewest up until this point, apart from 1968, where they didn't form until, uh, you know, two thirds of the way through the year. Um, in 1969, they played 158 shows in 1970, they played 69 and in 1971, they played 61 shows. So definitely a, a drop off down to 46 shows here in 1972. Um, and it would go back up to 59 in 1973. Uh, but 72's 46 shows is more than any year after that. Um, at one of the 73 shows, Plant says, for one year, Zeppelin doesn't work too hard. Now we work hard all the time because we haven't got any money. Um, and it's true they did you know, they played more shows and only played through July in 73. So it was a much heftier pace compared to 72, where they had these short tours with several months off in between each time. Um, then in terms of the years after 73, um, 75, they only ended up playing 38, but there were 48 scheduled. Uh, they had to cancel the ones later in the year after Plant's car accident. So 75 was supposed to have more than 72. And uh, likewise, 77, there were 51 scheduled, but only 44 ended up being played due to uh, Plant's son Carrick passing away. And then only the four shows in 79 and the 14 in 1980. So 72, the lightest year, in terms of their, you know, six, 68 through 73, like early years. Uh, but they, uh, they made them count the shows here in 72, definitely one of their best years in terms of quality. And thankfully we have at least partial recordings of 38 of the 46, uh, which is by far the best percentage up to this point in their career. Um, Having said that, as I said, we're missing the, the two shows in Montreux that took place a month before this tour, and we're also missing uh, three full shows and most of two others from this tour. Um, when they weren't playing shows in 1972, they were working on Houses of the Holy, which was eventually released in late March of 73. I think it was intended to come out in the summer of 72, uh, and it does have very summery vibes, so that makes sense. But Anyway, um, the, the North American tour in June 72 saw the first influx of material from Houses of the Holy into the set list, namely Over the Hills and Far Away, The Crunch, Dancing Days in the Ocean. Each of those were played on the Japanese tour that followed in October, 
uh, the crunch at this point is within Dazed and Confused. Um, but also in Japan, they debuted The Song Remains the Same and The Rain Song, which would become staples of the set list from there on out, uh, with the exception of you know, The Rain Song not being played in 77 and The Song Remains the Same not being played in 1980. Um, the set list for this UK tour is basically the same as it was in Japan in October, except we don't have any instances of the ocean or stand by me in the encores. So that's six of the eight houses of the holy songs. Um, the other two would be no quarter, which for whatever reason did not debut until North America 73 on uh, May 4th in Atlanta to be exact. And the other is Diamaka, which sadly was only ever teased uh, within other songs and very sporadically at that. Off the top of my head, the only two I can think of are the March 21st, 73, Whole Lot of Love in Hamburg and the May 5th, 1975, Communication Breakdown, the final night at Earl's Court. The Japanese tour that precedes this one saw some notable equipment changes, namely the additions of John Paul Jones's Mellotron and John Bonham's Timpani, both of which would remain on the rig for the duration of their career. Uh, Bonham would switch from his Emerald Sparkle Ludwig kit to the Amber Vistalite one a few months after this for the start of the North American tour on May 4th. Uh, of 73, of course. Um, he, so he still had the Emerald Sparkle um, on the UK portion of this UK, on the, ugh, I keep saying that, on the 73 portion of this UK tour and on the uh, the Europe tour in uh, March, April 73. Um, as I mentioned in the Japan episode a few months ago, this tour was soon after the conclusion of what most fans consider to be Zeppelin's live peak, uh, which most people feel ran uh, an exactly two-year period, actually, from June 28th, 1970 at the Bath Festival through June 28th, 1972, the end of the North American tour in Tucson, Arizona, uh, which happens to be the exact period when they were opening with Immigrant Song into Heartbreaker. Um, instrumentally, I would say they continued to improve through 1973, and the rhythm section arguably through 75 or even 77, but by this point, um, as in you know this point here in the second half of 72, Plant's decline becomes too precipitous for the instrumental improvements to outweigh uh, you know, plants the kind enough to still call it their peak. However, they still created plenty of magic from this point onward. It just became more inconsistent, both night to night and even within a given night. The dates for this portion of the tour were November 30th and December 1st in Newcastle, December 3rd and 4th in Glasgow, December 7th and 8th in Manchester, December 11th and 12th in Cardiff, December 16th and 17th in Birmingham, December 20th in Brighton, and December 22nd and 23rd in London. Now, the uh, 
these the first night in Manchester, the first night in Cardiff, and the second night in Birmingham are all missing as far as like we don't have recordings of them as of yet. And the uh the second night in Cardiff and the Brighton show are both fairly incomplete. We only have five songs from each. But other than that, uh the tour is presented to us mostly intact and for the most part pretty decent sound quality. The set list for this tour was Rock and Roll, Over the Hills and Far Away, Black Dog, Misty Mountain Hop flowing into Since I've Been Loving You as it would uh starting started in Japan just before this and they would keep doing that through the end of 73 and would bring it back in 79. Uh, Dancing Days, Braunyar Stomp, the song remains the same, Into the Rain Song, Dazed and Confused, Stairway to Heaven, and Whole Lot of Love. And then the encores were some combination of Communication Breakdown, Heartbreaker, Immigrant Song, and the Mellotron solo, and Thank You. I'm thinking what I'll do is just go chronologically through the tour with my notes since it's only 10 shows and two of them are pretty incomplete and I'm not uh, totally sold on what my my ranking turned out to be. Uh, and I'll give you the ranking after going through each of the shows. So first off, we have the November 30th Newcastle show. It's a fairly decent audience recording, suffers from a few cuts and speed fluctuations. Uh, there's a nice thump to the drums though, which I appreciate. Rock and roll has good energy, Paige's solo is smooth, and I would say Plant sounds better than he does on most of the Japanese ones a few months earlier. Over the hills and far away, the solo is still fairly brief, but Paige tears through it. Black Dog, Bonham, lets his right foot fly repeatedly, both uh, in the verses and during Paige's solo, which is quite nice. Misty Mountain Hop's pretty good. Since I've Been Loving You, excellent intro from Paige. Plant sounds pretty good for the era. Furious start to the solo from Paige. And Bonham is on fire throughout. Dancing Days is pretty good. I think this song is a great example of the Paige-Bonham interplay with Bonham mimicking the riff whilst staying completely within the groove, uh, which is a hidden key to their greatness, I think. Um, the, the band as a whole and you know those two individually. Um, Ronyar Stomp, perfectly fine. It's not a song where one version usually stands out much from the next. The song remains the same. Uh, Bonham is pounding away and Paige does some stuff I haven't heard on other tours during the solos. The Rain song is cut slightly toward the end, but seems like a nice version. Dazed and Confused, Clocks in at 22 minutes 51 seconds, so on the shorter side by this point. Um, solid intro and verses, very nice lead into the bow, especially from bottom. It starts to move toward the San Francisco section, but slips into the bow solo instead. Uh, the bow solo doesn't really jump out one way or another. Page really tears through the main solo and it then shifts seamlessly into the crunch. The rest of the workout section is a frenzied race, not the longest, but quite good. 
Page mainly toys with his prey on the outro while Bonham pounds away with his tribal bashing. Uh, it's on the short side for 72, as I said, but quite a good days, uh, definitely sounding pre-Europe 73. Stairway to Heaven seems like a solid first half and a pretty good solo, but uh, the speed fluctuations in the tape become bothersome at this point. A whole lot of love clocks in at 21 and a half minutes. Uh, the speed fluctuations make it tough to decipher much of the theremin section and the everybody needs somebody to love section suffers from them as well, but sounds like it was good. The medley is boogie chillin', which has some uniqueness to it. Uh, let's have a party and going down slow, which features typically great blues jamming for this era. Um, I would say kind of a standardly good 72 whole lot of love. Uh, the encores, Immigrant Song starts very fast, followed by them kind of taking turns dropping out before settling back to a more normal tempo. Um, after that, it's a pretty good version with a good solo, but definitely a weird start. Heartbreaker flows straight out of Immigrant Song like it did to start the shows for two years, uh, you know, ending a few months before this. Um, and a phenomenal fast solo per portion on this heartbreaker. A uh, nice Maltron solo from Jones, not too long or adventurous. Um, and uh, a nice thank you with a great solo from Paige. Um, I think they sound more powerful here at this show already than they did on the preceding Japanese tour for the most part. And that's owing in large part to Bonham, who's really pounding away. Uh, Paige plays really well here much more consistent than he was in Japan. Uh, and I think Plant is also steadier than he was in Japan, even if he doesn't peak as hard. Uh, and Jones is Jones. <laughs> that guy is super consistent. Then we have the December 1st show in Newcastle, second night there. A horrendous recording, one of the worst sound quality-wise. I uh, would not recommend to anyone but a completist like myself. Uh, rock and roll sounds like a good energetic version. Over the Hills and Far Away, Plant sounds decent. Seems like Paige is really shredding on the solo. Black Dog, Plant doesn't sound as good as he did the night before, and it's not quite as good of a version overall, I'd say. Misty Mountain Hop sounds fine, but no chance of picking out details of a song like this on a tape like this. Uh... Page's intro to Since I've Been Loving You is furious, and it sounds like a, a good full band performance. Dancing Days and Brown Yard Stomp seem good enough again, but the sound quality's uh, tough. Song remains the same. Page sounds like he's in pretty good form on the solos. The Rain Song, uh, tough to enjoy such a beautiful song on such a rough tape. Dazed and Confused comes in at 22 and a half minutes. Good start. Page is really on fire during the midsection, leading the whole leading to the whole band, uh, tearing through it really ferociously, and uh, more of the same on the outro. This was uh, one of the few songs that stood out to me as being better than the night before, despite the poor sound quality. Uh, Stairway to Heaven, it seems like Page blazes through the solo. A um, whole lot of love only clocks in at 1646. I think there was a cut 
maybe. Um, apparently, there's a brief Diamaka tease in the Everybody Needs Somebody to Love section, uh, foreshadowing the one in Hamburg a few months later that I mentioned a few minutes ago, but I did not catch it. The medley is Boogie Chillin', I Need Your Love Tonight, which they also did in a whole lot of love in Baltimore uh, back in June earlier in the year. Um, for what it's worth for the first time since August 21st, 71 in LA. And actually the second to last time they would ever play for what it's worth, at least for what we have on tape, uh, the final one being uh, within Dazed and Confused, actually, March 21st, 75 in Seattle. Um, in the San Francisco Woodstock section. And I actually like the way that it fits there the best. That's my favorite. But nice to have it here nonetheless. And Heartbreak Hotel. And yeah, Cut uh, at that point ends the recording, not just Whole lot of Love. Uh, from what can be deciphered through the horrendous sound quality, and I'm not usually one to be a baby and complain a lot about that but this tape's really bad uh from what can be deciphered through that it sounds like a fiery show especially from page and that whole lot of love medley even just what we have before the cut is all killer no filler in terms of song selection and you know playing them really well uh it's sad that we're missing whatever encores may have been played and then we have the first night in glasgow december 3rd this one only surfaced in 2018, uh, much better sound quality than that second Newcastle show we just talked about. I'd say it's a solid B recording. Rock and roll, Plant has some issues with his microphone, but otherwise it's a decent version. Over the Hills and Far Away is pretty good, except Paige and Jones start to go into the outro a verse early after the solo, so that kind of wrecks the ending a little bit. Um, Black Dog verses are solid and page does some different stuff during the solo uh, but it's not the longest solo it feels a little uh brief misty mountain hop bonham is quite enthused and plant is uh is as well at the start of the outro page tries something new on the outro which leads to a slightly clunky finish and a cold stop before going into since i've been loving you um which is quite a good version from all four of them. And uh, I think probably the best of the tour so far through the first three shows. Dancing Days, again, seemed like the smoothest of the three so far. Bronyar Stomp was nice. Song remains the same. Plant sounded pretty good. And Paige really tears through the solos. Uh, the Rain Song is a very pretty version. Dazed and Confused clocks in at 26.17. So, uh, noticeably stretched out compared to the Newcastle ones, but four minutes longer. Uh, good intro. Bonham has some great fills during the verses. A fantastic lead into the bow solo. Page is on fire. Bonham shakes it up nicely, flipping to the bell of the ride for a bit. And Jones is grooving really nicely. We get a San Francisco section here, but with Plant singing Neil Young's Cowgirl in the Sand. A uh, good bow solo, Page tears through the main solo, Bonham and Jones initiate the crunge thereafter, and Page joins for a nice rendition of it. Nice and fast circular funk section coming out of that. Uh, 
really decimating coming out of the call and response between page and plant. They return to the verse in fairly short order following the Mars section, but that's not a big deal. Uh, Jones and Bonham get the groove spiraling furiously on the outro as Paige goes off, uh, and then it finds another gear when Paige and Bonham start dueling each other. A huge closing outburst from Bonham, prompting a shout-out from Plant, and an invitation for any of the girls who would like to see Bonham later in the evening to uh, pop by the hotel, and then he names what, where they're staying, I think. Um Excellent day is definitely the best of the three so far. Stairway to Heaven shouts uh, pour in for Gallo's pull before they begin. Amazingly fast, fluid, and emotional solo from Paige. Uh, one of the best that I've heard. And Bonham matches his fire too. Plant holds up pretty well on the final verse as well. Uh, ex- excellent version. Easily the best of the three so far on this tour. And I think I kept it in first place for the whole tour um it's either my it was either my number one or number two version from the tour whole lot of love comes in at twenty two twenty five. hot start cool theremin section that they all seem to be into explosive everybody needs somebody to love the medley is boogie chillin let's have a party that's all right mama and going down slow the whole th- medley is pretty well played and uh, a solid finish to wrap up a, a good if not super unique version um, the uniqueness of the medley the show before this second night in Newcastle uh, kept that one ahead of this whole lot of love the encores are Immigrant Song which is a pretty good one with plants sounding good and Heartbreaker strong opening verses great acapella solo that leads to an excellent full band rendition of Bo Diddley's Mona and a great fast solo and finish. This was my favorite heartbreaker of the tour. And then the Mellotron solo, which is short and sweet into a very nice version of Thank You with a strong solo from Paige. I think the Newcastle shows started stronger than this first night in Glasgow, but once this one hits its stride around Since I've Been Loving You, uh, it beats both nights in Newcastle for the most part, uh, and a most enjoyable start-to-finish listen this first night in Glasgow. I would say highlighted by a great dazed and a phenomenal Stairway to Heaven solo. And then we have the second night in Glasgow, December 4th, This one's a rougher audience tape, though not nearly as bad as the second night in Newcastle. Rock and roll, we cut into toward the end. We only have the final 46 seconds of the song. What we have sounds decent, though. Over the Hills and Far Away, a decent chunk of Paige's solo is more just heavy riffing, which sounds pretty cool, but it's not his most impressive stab at it. And uh, Plant holds up all right. Black Dog is pretty good, but the solo feels kind of cut off. Misty Mountain Hop didn't really stand out to me one way or another. Uh, Since I've Been Loving You is a pretty good one with Paige in good form. Dancing Days and Braniar Stomp are pretty good. Uh, Same for The Song Remains the Same. Rain Song is quite pretty. Dazed and Confused comes in at 25-25, and it is cut. A good intro and verses, the lead into the bow gets pretty hot once again. 
The still embryonic San Francisco section again finds Plant singing a bit of Cowgirl in the Sand. The midsection is pretty spicy and the outro is strong. Um, it's not the best sound quality and admittedly I was uh, slightly preoccupied at this point of the listening, but it seemed pretty good to me. Uh, Stairway to Heaven is cut, um, but the solo is excellent, although I don't think quite as good as the night before. A uh, whole lot of love comes in at 2104, but is also cut. Um, solid start. The medley is Boogie Chillin', Let's Have a Party, Stuck on You. Excellent to have that once again. Uh, I'm pretty sure this and the one in Tucson from the last night of the North American tour a few months before this are the only known versions. Uh, and then I Can't Quit You Baby with some excellent blues jamming. And it's my favorite slow blues uh, medley closer that they would do. Um, this is a good whole lot of love, definitely highlighted by having uh, Stuck on You. And then the encores, uh, just Heartbreaker. It's cut, but it's pretty good. Um, I don't think this show's quite as good as the night before, but it's a tough call. It's still very good. Then we have the second night in Manchester, December 8th. We're missing the first night. Uh, this one's a pretty good audience recording and is the one show from this tour that I have some familiarity with predating last year when I tried to listen to all these shows um, to give myself a leg up for this year, but then didn't end up finishing. Uh, but Manchester was recommended to me by a uh, sort of senior member of the community, I guess you could say, uh, goes by Strider, um, who saw Zeppelin 14 times in California back in the day. And uh, when I was first kind of getting into bootlegs and asked for uh, some recommendations to like broaden my uh, horizons from, you know, perhaps tours that I didn't have yet. This was one that he recommended to me. So I've heard this one for a while. Um, anyway, uh, rock and roll bottom is really pounding away, leading to a powerful version over the hills and far away. Uh, page is completely in his bag on the solo tearing through it furiously. Like it's Europe 73. Um, and I would say it has to be the leader in the clubhouse through this point of the tour, uh, for pages solo, um, black dog, the verses are really powerful with plant sounding pretty good. And page is likewise in the zone on this solo, although he seems to leave a bit of water in the sponge, if you will, or a bit of meat on the bone, uh, for the chicken wing analogy, uh, doesn't really feel like a full release. Uh, I like the Black Dog solos where he really wrings the cloth dry and you feel like, okay, yeah, he squeezed everything there was out of that one. Um, Misty Mountain Hop, powerful with a much smoother transition into Since I've Been Loving You than the others so far. Since I've Been Loving You, fantastic intro from Paige. It dies down really nicely to start the first verse. Page does lose his footing slightly at one point during the solo, but mostly tears through it and has some great ideas and phrasing. A great version of Since I've Been Loving You overall. 
Dancing days is really energetic with everyone sounding enthused, especially plant. Bronyar Stomp is a nice relaxed version. Song remains the same, gets off to a strong start. Page takes off like a madman coming out of the first verse, and Jones is really on fire too. Plant sounds better than he did at the start of the show now, not that he sounded bad. Um, more great soloing from Page, and uh, I would say this is probably the best song remains the same that they had played up to this point, this tour, or Japan before it. Uh, and the Rain song is a really pretty, pristine version. Uh, Dazed and Confused comes in at 2723. Nice stretched out intro, solid verses, stunning, crushing lead into the bow, a great mix of shredding and riffing from Paige, who has uh, really ascended to Europe 73 levels here, um, and a decimating stop start, uh, followed by more madness. Um, excellent proto San Francisco section with Plant again singing a bit of Cowgirl in the Sand with a uh, fantastic kind of splintering away into the bow solo, which is really good, by the way. Um, amazing guitar solo workout section. All three of them are on fire. It features Walter's Walk, which includes a brief Hots On For Nowhere reference, which, of course, would eventually develop into a full song on Presence a few years later. Um and that's on the way to the crunge, which they go into here. Uh, the circular funk section is really crushing with Bonham getting creative and a uh, fantastic outro. I would say this is one of the best versions of the year and for sure the best one since they left the States. I think it beats any of the Japan versions, which was not a particularly strong tour for Dazed, I didn't think. Stairway to Heaven gets off to a good start. Page shakes it up right off the bat on his solo to great effect, and uh, it's really an incredible solo with great interplay from Bonham. Plant holds up pretty well on the final verse. Um, I put this one behind the first night in Glasgow because that solo was just so fast and smooth, but this one might be more creative. A whole lot of love comes in at 2620. Uh, it's introduced as typifying everything they do in their hobby time. Nice heavy funk jam on the way to the theremin section, which is quite a good theremin section at that. Really heavy, everybody needs somebody to love section with Bonham going full Europe 73 with the snare rolls and crashes. Uh, Page shaking up the riff and Jones pounding along. They even get into It's Your Thing which they usually would do in Communication Breakdown. Uh, Plant surprises us with a great air raid, followed by the explosive climax into the solo. Uh, the medley is Bottle Up and Go, Boogie Chillin', in which Paige is really locked in on the solo, Say Mama, which uh, the only other one I remember coming across is uh, the... September 28th, 71, Osaka, a whole lot of love. Uh, let's have a party. I can't quit you, baby, with Chaz Moore, ridiculous blues soloing and going down slow and um, a nice powerful climax. Uh, I think this is the best whole lot of love of the bunch thus far on this tour. Um, it's got 
some rarities in the medley, as I mentioned, and each section of the song is played great and given a little extra. The encores are Heartbreaker, which has really powerful opening verses and a great acapella solo. The rockabilly portion of the acapella solo gets so raucous that Bonham and Jones jump in for an awesome little one-off jam and a pretty good fast solo, not the craziest, but good. Immigrant song, powerful verses with Plant mostly sounding pretty good and a pretty good solo from Paige with a neat motif at the end. Um, and then Communication Breakdown, which uh, I think was the only one on the tour, actually. Let me double check that. Um, at least the only one of the shows we have recordings for. Um, I definitely could have paused for this, but yeah, it's the only communication breakdown on the tour we have recordings for at least. Um, 72 was not a year where they seemed to be giving communication breakdown a terrible amount of attention. Most of them are pretty quick and dirty, uh, certainly a drop off from the jammed out 71 versions. Um, and this one fits that bill in the sense that it's not really stretched out or explored much, but it's excellent all the same. Overall for this Manchester show, a uh, great, powerful, heavy show. Uh, Page is basically in Europe 73 form. Bonham and Jones seem a bit more creative and adventurous than they were the first couple shows on this tour. And uh, Plant warms up to sound pretty great for 72. Uh, I would say this is the best show of the tour thus far for sure. And uh, without giving too much away, it finished uh, on the podium at the very least. Next, we have the December 12th show in Cardiff. We're missing the first night there, the night before. Uh, this one's a pretty decent audience recording, but it cuts in during the medley and whole lot of love and runs through the encore. So we're missing most of the show. So we have just 10 minutes, 57 seconds of whole lot of love cuts in during let's have a party followed by heartbreak hotel. I can't quit you baby and going down slow. I'm guessing that there wasn't anything interesting in the medley before let's have a party. It would seem like it was probably just boogie chilling before that, but it could be wrong. Uh, and the playing is great for the portions that we have here. The encores, uh, immigrant song seems like a pretty good one. Heartbreaker features some great soloing from Paige. Good version. Uh, the Mellotron solo, none of these have really jumped out at me the way the organ solos used to, um, in the, two years or so before this, uh, but they're all, they've all been nice. Uh, thank you. Paige's solo is excellent. Uh, nice version overall. Um, it's too bad. We only have the end of this show cause it seems like it was uh, a really good one. Next we have the December 16th show in Birmingham, the first of two nights there, but we're missing the second. Uh, it's pretty decent audience recording a bit distant and hissy with a few cuts. Rock and roll is pretty good. Over the Hills and Far Away has a great solo from Paige. Black Dog, Paige rips off some extra tasty lead licks during the verses. 
Uh, more great soloing from him with some unique ideas too, but he goes out of sync with Bonham and Jones a bit on the solo. Misty Mountain Hop is solid. Since I've Been Loving You, very good. Dancing Days is nice. Brown Yard Stomp's pretty good. Song Remains the Same. More excellent soloing from Paige, and the Rain Song is pretty once again. Dazed and Confused comes in at 24 and a half minutes, but it is cut. Uh, Solid intro and verses, another excellent lead into the bow. The San Fran section is cut. Page tears through the main solo with lightning speed and laser precision. The circular funk section is cut as well. We pick up at a slightly confused or half-hearted sounding stop-start jam leading into the call and response between Page and Plant. More high-flying acrobatics from Page following this. Um, overall, he, Bonham and Jones don't sound quite as in sync as they were in Manchester. Um, kind of abruptly ship shifts into Mars, uh, which has a bit of a neat twist to it once they get into it. Um, the outro gets off to a ferocious start and then cools for a second before Paige launches into an in the light tease. Um, it's a pretty good dazed overall, but certainly not flawless and not in the running for best of the tour. Stairway to Heaven, um, not necessarily the prettiest or most immaculately phrased solo from start to finish, but Paige does unleash a few dizzying barrages. Uh, and this one suffers from some speed fluctuations, which hamper the enjoyment a bit as well. A uh, whole lot of love clocks in at 24.39. Pretty good start in theremin section. Great riffing from Paige during the Everybody Needs Somebody to Love portion. The medley is Boogie Chillin', Let's Have a Party, Heartbreak Hotel, which I've always associated with North America 72, but it was actually played most often uh, six times on this tour. And then once on the, uh, the 73 leg of this tour, uh, in January before being dropped for good. Uh, and then I can't quit you baby and going down slow, uh, pretty good whole lot of love overall, but not the best of the tour. And the lone encore is heartbreaker, which has some great soloing, but I don't love how plant shakes up the cadences in the final verse. Uh, overall it's a, very good show, I think, but um, probably middle of the pack at best for what we have so far. I'd be very curious to hear the second night to see if they uh, put forth uh, something more resembling that second night in Manchester, because you'd think they would be psyched to play there with it being the closest thing to a, a hometown show for Plant and Bonham. Although they... Uh, they kind of gave the Stoke show on January 15th, a few weeks after this, or about a month after um, the, the hometown treatment. So the next tape we have is the December 20th show in Brighton, which is a pretty good audience recording in terms of sound quality, but sadly the taper taped over much of it with only uh, Black Dog, Misty Mountain Hop, about half of since I've been loving you a whole lot of love and heartbreaker surviving. Um, anyhow, black dog 
strong verses and an amazing solo from Paige. Misty Mountain Hop is a great energetic version. Um, Since I've Been Loving You is cut roughly in half, as I said, which is too bad because it sounds like they're in the zone, especially Paige. A whole lot of love uh, clocks in at 2740, which I think is the longest we've come across so far, right? Um, Strong opening in Theremin uh, and the Everybody Needs Somebody to Love section as well. The medley is Boogie Chillin', Let's Have a Party, Mystery Train, which is actually very rare, at least from what we have on tape, uh, once in 1969, this one, and then twice during acoustic sets in 77, and that's it. Um, Heartbreak Hotel, I Can't Quit You Baby, which features stunning, blindingly fast soloing from Paige, and going down slow. Uh, this is a pretty great whole lot of love epic in terms of both length and quality. And Heartbreaker has more excellent soloing from Paige. Um, it's a real shame that the taper ended up taping over more than half of this show because what we have is excellent and the sound quality is quite good too. And then we have the two nights in London at the Alexandria Palace where uh, the Grateful Dead did a three-night run on their brief Europe 74 tour, uh, much less well-known than their 72 trip over there, uh, September 74. Um, Anyway, and Plant mentions at one point in the one of these two, I think the first night, that it's nice to be in a more intimate venue in London compared to their last shows there, which were... November 71 we talked about around this time last year which were at the Wembley Empire Pool where the dead happened to play on Europe 72 anyway um so the first night in London December 22nd a uh, pretty good audience recording uh rock and roll is a powerful version though trending towards the more careful 73 like tempo over the hills and far away plant repeats and skips some lyrics before the solo. Uh, they also feel slightly loose in a few spots, but a very good solo and a nice finish to the song. Black Dog, uh, powerful verses, furious solo from Paige, though he does go slightly out of sync with the rhythm section a time or two. Um, Misty Mountain Hop, excellent energetic version. Since I've Been Loving You, amazing intro from Paige and an equally amazing solo. Um, the others are all spectacular too. I'd have to say best of best since I've been loving you of the tour to this point and one of the better ones of all time. Uh, Dancing Days, I would also say best of the tour so far. Ron Yar Stomp, fun and energetic. Song remains the same. I would say the best one yet. Plant sounds quite good and the instruments are studio perfect. The Rain song is gorgeous. Dazed and Confused, clocks in at 27.48. Excellent, moody intro covering a full two minutes. Jones takes some creative license as well to great effect. Enthusiastic verses from all four of them. Uh, Bonham starts to get quite aggressive, trending toward his 73 approach. The lead into the bow solo is incredible. Bonham is a one-man army all by himself, but Jones is dancing around him fantastically as well. 
page is very fluid and creative and overall it feels very together and purposeful great san francisco section and a really amazing bow solo actually unique on page's part and some of plant's best and most enthusiastic contributions they tear through the main solo at breakneck speed and then do one of the unique jams from the uh, june 19th seattle version earlier in the year um I think it's called the stutter section on Zeppelin reference. Uh, they do this just before the circular funk section. And the ferocity continues from the circular funk through the Mars section. From Mars through to the return of the verse, it isn't too crazy, but good and energetic nonetheless. Bottom is once again a one-man army on the outro with Page and Jones plowing along as well. Amazing, energetic version of Dazed, although I give a slight edge to the one from Manchester as it seemed a bit more creative. Stairway to Heaven gets off to a great start and has an amazing solo from Page. The phrasing, the fluidity, the sense of plot, the uniqueness, it's all there. A whole lot of love comes in at 25.55. Excellent opening. Theremin and everybody needs somebody to love are really good. The medley is Boogie Chillin', Let's Have a Party, Heartbreak Hotel, I Can't Quit You Baby, and uh, Going Down Slow. Paige is completely on fire during I Can't Quit You Baby, and Bonham and Jones are very creative too. Plant is also extra enthused, it would seem. Bonham makes great use of his timpani on the return to the um, for the coda, and a real powerful finish. From a pure playing perspective, uh, this one's as good as any of them on the tour, but the medley is a bit more standard, sadly. And then for the encores, we got Immigrant Song, good verses, and a highly creative extended solo from Page. Best Immigrant Song of the tour, I would say. Heartbreaker, Plant sounds quite good on the verses, and Page tears through the acapella solo. Um, Really good fast solo section and finish as well. Mellotron solo, which is fantastic, easily the best and most elaborate of the tour, has some great medieval Renaissance Baroque sort of elements. Um, and Thank You gets off to a good start. Epic solo from Page with Bonham going insane underneath him. A fantastic version of Thank You. Um, this show is really excellent. Uh, between it and Manchester for best of the bunch thus far, I would say, but we have one more to dis discuss. So the final night of the 72 portion of this tour, December 23rd, second night in London, quite a nice audience tape, pretty clear, good sense of atmosphere. Rock and roll uh, seems like maybe the highest energy version of the tour. Cool solo from Page and a huge finish from Bonham. Over the Hills and Far Away, Plant sings the proper first line. Uh, you know, normally he does not sing in the live versions um, what's actually the first line of the song. He repeats the second line, um, which kind of neuters the effect of the lyrics to an extent. It's supposed to start, many have I loved and many times been bitten, um, but he usually... Uh, 
just sings the many times I've lied, many times I've listened or whatever, twice. Um, anyway, so he sings it properly here and sounds pretty good overall. Um, killer solo from Paige, and again, it's taken at a fast pace. Black Dog, they're still pushing the pace in a good way. Paige goes off like a madman on the solo, as does Bonham, which he really hadn't on Black Dog since the opening night of the tour in Newcastle. The ending feels slightly abrupt, but I feel like it still might be the best version of the tour, even with that. Um, Misty Mountain Hop, Fast and Furious, uh, best of the tour, I think. Since I've Been Loving You, very smooth transition out of Misty Mountain Hop with an amazing intro from Paige. Plant's voice does show some rasp here, but I've always thought that suits Since I've Been Loving You. Uh, Paige really tears through the solo and uh, the torrid pace continues as far as the tempos and everything, and just the overall aggression. Dancing Days is overall a very good energetic version, although Paige does trip over himself slightly towards the end, which uh, keeps it from contending for the top spot. Bronyar Stomp, great energetic version, maybe best of the bunch. Song remains the same, amazing speed and precision. I want to say best of the tour. The Rain Song, really gorgeous with a crushing heavy section. Tempted to say best of the tour for it too. Um, Dazed and Confused clocks in at 26.25. Excellent intro and verses. Bonham is extremely lively, tossing in stuff with the bell of the ride left and right. Fast and Furious lead into the bow section. Uh the most developed San Francisco section that we've heard thus far. Another great bow solo with Plant quite involved. Page tears through the main solo at the speed of light. Like, I'm not kidding. I'm not sure if I've heard him play that main solo that you hear on the studio version uh, faster than he does here. They go straight into the circular funk section coming out of that, uh, skipping the crunch and all that, which I like, honestly. Um, I think it feels a bit more like true to the mood of Dazed when they don't go into the crunch. Um, the high speed assault continues the rest of the way through the song. Um, it's not the most unique or creative Dazed necessarily, but quote unquote just, uh, you know, fast, fluid, and aggressive all the way through. I think I put it in second behind Manchester just because of the with the creativity, but, uh, an excellent, excellent dazed and confused stairway to heaven plant stops it after a few notes to insist that everyone cool down. Excellent opening verses, high speed solo with great fluidity and bottom matching the intensity and a good finish. Definitely one of the better stairways of the tour, but perhaps not the best. Um, whole lot of love clocks in at 2718 before they begin plant says uh, i guess someone shouted for moby dick and plant says he doesn't do moby dick anymore he's writing a new one it's called the titanic um the uh you know of course moby dick is a novel about um actually i've never read it but something to do with a boat i know so it's a good joke on plant's part um the high energy continues with a, a great start, uh, good theremin section, good everybody needs somebody to love. The medley 
um, boogie chilling, let's have a party, heartbreak hotel, I can't quit you baby and going down slow. Um, so standard for the tour from a song selection perspective, but the fast and ferocious playing continues and the encores just heartbreaker, but it's yet another fast and furious version from this show with a unique kind of military style jam in the rockabilly portion of the acapella section holding true to the pattern in 1972 we have a uh last night of the tour um just as was the case with brisbane tucson and kyoto that's arguably the best pound for pound playing of the tour but missing the extras typical of last night's in other years of their career um, this is an extremely energetic show from start to finish and a great way to cap a great year in zeppelin history and now i'll briefly go through um, my i ranked each version of each song so that i can numerically you know calculate what uh what my impressions were telling me the hierarchy should be for ranking the shows as a whole. Um, I won't go through the order for every single song, but I'll just tell you which one I had in first. So actually for the first five songs of the set list, rock and roll over the hills and far away, black dog, misty mountain hop. Since I've been loving you, I had the show we just talked about the second night in London in first place. I think it definitely had the the hottest, most consistent start of any show on this tour. They really came out firing. Um, rock and roll, not a song that I um, think was like a standout on this tour, uh, but they really killed it at that show. And uh, yeah, as it, Over the Hills, Black Dog, Misty Mountain Hop, Since I've Been Loving You, really tearing through them. Dancing Days interrupts the uh, second night in London supremacy. I had the first night in London in first there. Um, Manchester second, second night in London third. Uh, and then it's back to the second night in London dominating, uh, taking the gold for Bronyar Stomp. Song remains the same and the rain song. Dazed and Confused goes to Manchester followed by the two nights in London. And those were kind of clearly the top three for me um, with the the first night in Glasgow, kind of a clear fourth place. Um, Stairway, I kept the first night in Glasgow in first because that solo really spoke to me. Um, and then I had Manchester and the two London shows whole lot of love manchester came in first uh, and this is one where i kind of weight the medley fairly heavily so newcastle number two uh came in second and uh, glasgow number two came in third uh those were the three that had the most rarities in them um and that was the the worst finish for the second night in london coming in fifth Brighton actually was fourth for a whole lot of love, so um, points for that. And then for the encores, um, 
Glasgow, the first night in Glasgow came in first for Heartbreaker um, because of having Mona primarily. I really loved that. And then Manchester with its unique little jam in the rockabilly section uh, was in second and uh, second night in London for similar reasons was in third. Um, but a song, that's one that was played pretty consistently well across the whole tour. Immigrant Song, First Night in London, took the cake there. Uh, communication Breakdown, Manchester was the only one. And then for the Mellotron solo and Thank You, I think the one from the first night in London uh, was the best for that pairing. For both parts of it individually, it just so happens that, yeah, they both came in first. So in terms of ranking the shows, I'm just going to read you the, what my, you know, adding up those numbers for the rankings of each song spat out because I don't really have any, have strong enough opinions about this tour from outside of this year's round of listening to it to, um, contradict what the numbers gave me. Um, so uh, you know, I ranked each version of every song and then scored it like golf because that makes it easier for, well, it makes it easier in general, but also like just for me computing it since I don't have to think about, you know, doing the reverse every time, but also uh, since we don't have the same number of versions of all the songs, that keeps it, you know, weighted better. Anyway, um, so I added up each uh, shows like finish for for each of the songs that we have from it and then divided by the number of songs that we have for that show uh, to arrive at, you know, an average rank per song and lower, of course, is better. So this is the order that it gave me in first the second night in London with an even two and then Manchester with a 2.467 and the first night in London with an even three, those three were, there's like a noticeable separation between them and the rest with Manchester being closer to first than third. Um, the, the first couple songs of the first night in London would be like the weakest portion of those three shows, I guess. Um, Manchester's pretty consistent all the way through, just doesn't start quite as like blazingly as that second night in London. It's definitely the class of the tour for the, the pre-Dazed and Confused portion of the set list. But then Manchester came out a bit better for the big dogs, like Dazed, A uh, Whole Lot of Love, and even Stairway in between, I think. Um, and had more encores, uh, but the first night in London still very good and finishes excellently with great versions of days, stairway, whole lot of love and an all time great. Thank you. I think, um, and when I say starts a little weaker, that's all relative. Like it still starts pretty good. Um, and then the first night in Glasgow was a clear cut fourth place with a 4.313. Uh, Brighton came out with an even five. Um, 
And of course, we only have five or four and a half songs from it. And Cardiff, the other incomplete one, came out with a 5.2, only five songs from it as well. So those two um, could either solidify that standing as middle of the pack um, or could even maybe climb a bit if we had the full things for them. Um, The opening night of the tour in Newcastle came out in seventh with a 5.875. Uh, the second night in Glasgow came out in eighth with an even six. Um, the second night in Newcastle came in ninth with a 6.083. And again, the sound quality there was getting like bad to the point of it's almost hard to judge. And then interestingly enough, the, uh, the Birmingham show came out in last with a 6.385. Um, it did have some really good highs, but a few, um, bigger mistakes, I guess, than the other shows. Um, overall that ranking seems mostly right. I mean, for the most part, the, the top of any of these lists is the more interesting part anyway. And I do feel more confident about that part. Like that top four, for sure, I would agree with. Um, the the two London shows in Manchester being the the clear top three in some order. Um, I'd be willing to say, like, yeah, personal preference for deci- determining the order of those three. Um, even though I'm pretty confident at the order I arrived at, or confident with the order I arrived at. Um, and uh, the first night in Glasgow in fourth, I would agree with as well. Um, those are definitely the four that I would be like, you know, excited to go listen to again and probably, um, barring like big improvements in sound quality or something, or the ones that don't circulate yet surfacing, uh, moving forward, those top four are probably the only ones from this tour that I'll listen to regularly, to be honest, because the others aren't really offering something I wouldn't be getting from those top ones. And also with the anniversaries occurring right in the lead up to Christmas, it's kind of the worst time of year for being willing or able to, you know, devote several hours a day to listening to concerts. In terms of final thoughts about this tour, I enjoyed it much more than I did the Japanese tour before it. I think Paige and Plant are definitely more consistent than they were on that tour. Plant might peak a bit higher in Japan, but has far lower lows there with all the squeaks and cracks and everything. Uh, Paige, uh, he's, Plant has definitely stepped or settled into his, uh, new range and limitations much better here. Uh, Paige really starts to step into kind of the peak within his peak here. Um, and in terms of pure speed, this could be as good as he got. I would say March and July of 73 are his overall best like periods within his peak, but he's really shredding here. Um, bottom also starts to ramp up towards his Europe 73 peak here. It's hard to say with Jones because he's so consistent. 
uh, and not always able to be deciphered as clearly as the others on audience tapes, unfortunately. Um, in terms of like big picture for 72, I think the North American tour is definitely the best tour of the four for 72. And I think, uh, Japan is definitely the weakest. It's a tough call between this one and the Oceania one from the beginning of the year, actually. Um, I think the, uh, I think those top three shows from this one though, uh, beat any of the individual shows from Oceana to me though. I th yeah, you know, I think I'd probably put this one out in front of that tour. Um, it had, it's more like vibey cause it has acoustic sets and stuff, but the, the playing here is really ferocious in a way that only really Brisbane on that tour is, um, I think those top three for sure, uh, shows from this tour can, you know, hold their own in the ring with, uh, most of the better shows from North America in June. Um, and, uh, you know, definitely beat any of the individual shows from Japan. If you were to ask me like, you know, what, is the main thing to recommend this tour by. Um, if you say like, you know, set list and style of play and stuff, it seems to just be pre Europe 73. Why would I bother with Europe 73 light, which is kind of how I felt before, uh, to that, I would say the main thing that I would listen to this tour for, or at least the top shows would be, um, to hear Page at maybe his most consistently, like technically proficient and precise. Um, yeah, the creativity goes up yet another notch, even in 73. And that's a big part of why I like his peaks in 73 the best. Um, and also the set list having no quarter and stuff like that. But um, in terms of just consistently playing really fast and really precise uh this could be as good as page got on that front and for for people who you know buy into the notion of him being a sloppy guitarist live um i would submit to them the this tour especially those top shows so that's that for my review of the Zeppelin's uh, UK 72 tour, or the 72 portion of their UK 72-73 winter tour. Uh, we will talk about the 73 portion of it, um, I guess, right around Super Bowl time in early February. In the meantime, thank you so much for stopping by. If you are new, welcome, and I hope you liked what you heard, and we'll stick around. And if you've been here for a while, thank you so much for your continued support. As I said at the beginning, I encourage you to follow the show on any and all social media platforms, and the handles are in the description. Um, if you are uh, interested in a bit more content from me, consider subscribing to Dr. Cropper's Office Hour, the Apple Podcasts exclusive premium spinoff of the show for $2.49 American per month, and there is a one-month free trial. You get access to 
pretty well weekly bonus episodes in addition to priority sequence for topic requests and 10% off of merchandise. Uh, please feel free to reach out whether you subscribe to premium or not uh, via any of the aforementioned channels uh, with questions, feedback, topic requests. If you feel so inclined to leave a rating and review, if that's an option wherever you are listening, those are very helpful to me. If you're interested in starting your own show, if you sign up with my hosting service, Buzzsprout, you and I will both get a $20 Amazon gift card. And actually, when I logged on to Amazon the other day, I noticed that I have a $20 gift card in my account. So uh, one of you must have done that. So congratulations and best of luck on your new show. Uh, let me know uh, what it is. I'd love to check it out. Um, uh, I mentioned at the beginning, you may notice the support the show link at the bottom of the description. No pressure, of course, but any little bit is most appreciated. Uh, so I think that's it. Thank you so much for listening. Next week will be our not just season five finale, but our 2022 finale. And that will be the ranking of all 86 of the Grateful Dead's 1972 shows. So that should be an awesome episode. I'm really excited for it. Been prepping for it all year and even dating back to last year. Probably added up, probably spent 350 hours preparing for it this year which is a little over two months of a full-time job. So uh, it better be good. And I think it will be. All right. So that will come out on Boxing Day. So I guess this is the last time I'll be talking to you before Christmas. Have a really Merry Christmas and uh, hope you all uh, enjoy some great time with your family. And uh, I know I'm very thankful for you all. And uh, I'll give you some end of the year stats and all of that uh, next episode, um, as we wrap up the year, but have a great Christmas this weekend and I will talk to you next week. God bless class dismissed.